0: It's a Bitcoin bar.
1: hey what's up everyone uh is, is it a commercial you do you like chips like do you really like chips where to the point where you're eating chips so much that you look around and there's crumbs and you're like who put those crumbs there did i put those crumbs there and i'm and i'm here to tell you yes yes you did because you like chips and if you like cheetos especially flaming hot cheetos then you should tell people to subscribe to this channel, the Bitcoin Podcast, because one out of a thousand, that's right. When we get a thousand subscribers, one of them is gonna get a hundred bags of Cheetos. Flaming hot Cheetos, baby. Think to yourself, how how many Cheetos is that? And I'm here to tell you, it's like a million calories. If you ate it at all, you would most definitely not be healthy. But we're going to send them to you because flaming Hot Cheetos are amazing. So that's right. Share this around. Get us to 1,000 subscribers. We'd like to have 1,000 subscribers because if we had 1,000 subscribers, that means one of those 1,000 subscribers is getting 100 bags of flaming Hot Cheetos. So, you know, do your thing, guys. Do that YouTube stuff. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the episode of the Bitcoin Podcast, uh, episode number uh, three hundred and seventy. Today, wee. today we feel a wreck with our little China girl. You know, I didn't New know that was know? a David Bowie song until just now. I'm figuring, yeah, that really, out. Oh. yeah. I, I'm not a good. I'm not a big David Bowie. Alicia
2: fan. is killing it with the like song memes. Yeah, like, I'll just like it up. like allusions to to uh popular songs
1: yeah i'm i'm digging it i am uh, well hey uh, you know for those of you that don't know which is you know for you guys i'm the host of talks first d
2: i am another host dr Corey petty
0: and i'm the third host jesse broke
2: and we are the big cold pocket with our powers combined <laughs> How so uh,
1: let's,
2: let's kick this off hard. Uh, I'm at a cybersecurity conference. I'm at the national cyber the national cyber summit. It is where a lot of uh, big wigs in the cybersecurity community uh, go to flex and talk about the state of cybersecurity within the nation and globally. And they don't know anything about blockchain yet, mm. but they're I interested. Fucking will. So like, I'm here. Like are I'm here because are you there to teach uh, I'm moderating it. I'm moderating a panel of enterprise experts uh, to discuss t- the perspective of cybersecurity and blockchain. So both, like, I'm framing it in a way that is, uh, what are the risks and how are they different in blockchain, and how can this underlying technology or like parts of this technology uh, help with uh, how cybersecurity works today. So like, how can how can it make cybersecurity better? And I'm hoping that that panel at least has people walk away with uh, a better understanding of what this stuff is and outside of just like hyping NFTs. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. So what are my odds on
1: hitting the big Corey if I go through my very old AOL email, look for my Nigerian Prince email and change USD to BTC and then send it out to everyone?
2: Not bad. So nice. can, like if you can like get a good broadcast. Like if you can get a good broadcast, like who you're sending it to and how much money you spend figuring out how to send it to those people, it dictates how profitable that thing is. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, so like when I say like uh, how does cybersecurity change uh, with the new perspective of blockchain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or this technology, whatever the hell you want to call it? Decentralized tech. It means that um, how you look for threats and what threat actors are doing um, changes in the context of blockchain. So um, the types of things that you try to mitigate Mm -hmm. and the amount of effort you spend prioritizing those things changes. So, for instance, for blockchain, phishing is a very, very, very... Powerful mechanism for people to 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 like to use inside blockchain because the risk is pushed out to the edge user. You have to maintain your own keys. You have to keep your seed phrase safe. You have to understand what your seed phrase is for. So that combined with a a lot more ignorance and naivety around good like uh. Like, what is it like? Being a a, a a a good citizen of the internet, understanding how to how to have good security hygiene on the internet, uh, like the naivety mm-hmm. associated with that with most people means that like it's that's the easiest way to steal money. You just fish people. So like the people, like cybersecurity experts, need to understand that if they're going to start becoming interested in, in the cyber technology.
1: Yeah, social engineering, man. Social engineering will get it. Now people start asking you too many questions about your life and your upbringing. You put, you know, you get the dog ear. Like,
2: why what is you your dog's name? You know, what? when you were growing up, uh, what, what kind of people you hang out with? What were their names? Uh, it's like, <laughs> it's a very strange question. Um, your mom, is she married? Well, yeah. What? What if she grew up? Like, did you? Did you ever, did You ever talk about your her maiden name?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Second grade teacher.
1: What was her name? <laughs> Oh, it could be his name.
2: But like fix. the difference here, right? Like what I think people don't understand is that mm-hmm. like, phishing is, is a problem everywhere. People like like even cybersecurity experts today, like trying to make, like keep security up for their organizations using traditional methods or like. Looking at traditional threats, like have to worry about phishing like people still click on dumb shit regardless of all the certifications they have. like mm-hmm. I watched four talks on it today and but the problem here or the difference is is that instead of a phishing campaign that someone logs in with and gives away their username and password to to some to some malicious person, yeah. and then that person gets access to their account and does things and maybe access to a database. Or something like that. Instead of that, they get access to their keys and their money, and there's nobody that can stop them from taking yeah. it or get it back once they took it. Right. Mm. So, like, the risk is so much higher when you get fished in crypto.
1: Yeah, I think that the, the thing the web through all these web three websites, the, the websites that basically have a connect your wallet button, it's there's going to be a lot of people that lose a lot of money to connecting their wallet to somebody else's wallet,
2: getting the wrong and, software. And mm-hmm. it's looking identical. And instead of you logging in securely with MetaMask in it, in it being the secure interface to the application, it's thank you for your thank you for your keys. I'm going to walk away with your, all your money.
1: Ooh, we're gonna, man, we need to write a book or something. We need to do something to, to warn the public. How do we warn the public? I feel like I don't know, maybe
2: struggling. we should make like a like maybe some type of format where we like get in like a like a video conferencing thing and we talk to each other regularly. You
1: know we should try we should try one of those podcast things.
2: Hmm. <laughs> I heard that shit's pretty gay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, have you guys ever been fished in crypto? Because I have. No, I have no. like successfully. Like
2: successfully, I successfully. No, I've got you know. I've seen yeah. a tremendous amount of of offers, but I've never actually like yeah, I'm, sure. I'm a never happened conservative
0: to me. soul, Jesse. So if I'm gonna,
2: I see I'm anything gonna,
0: that even smells wrong, I'm like no, it, it, it was super opportunistic. So like, I pride myself as somebody who has never clicked on like anything spammy or like or anything scammy, rather. And I've never been scammed ever. But this was such an insidious like social engineering Good. scam. The, this was back in 2017 when I had uh, some Litecoin, right? And you know, I was just getting my feet wet with crypto. I think it was even late 2016. Um, but I was trying to get rid of all the stuff on my RuneScape account, right? It was basically about $2,000 worth of RuneScape items. And I wanted to sell them. And I was just getting into crypto and I was like, hey, Litecoin seems like a cool thing. I would like to sell this for Litecoin. And... I happened to be on a trading, like a crypto trading Discord server at the time, and um, I used to play RuneScape with the admins there. And I was, I was thinking I was selling my RuneScape account to one of the admins there, but the Discord number, right, was different, and I didn't pay attention uh, to that because I was also that was like my first time number? On Discord exactly and what they did was they they co-opted this dude because i publicly said you know i'm trying to sell my account uh, and then and then they were interested like the actual person was interested on the real account and then somebody took that small window of opportunity and dm'd me and I thought that that was the Discord. Same username, admin, different number. Same, numbers, user, same and,
2: profile picture. Same profile picture. Textual information. And get
0: this. Get this. Get this. It was even dirtier. They had another person come on who was another admin as well in this in this in the Discord server. So it was two people who are both in, impersonating two real Discord admins. One of the admins who was the real Discord admin wanted to trade me. So I thought it was just a continuation wow. of that same conversation, and. So when I checked, like when they when they said that they transferred me the Litecoin and they said, here's the address so you can see that the transaction is pending. I just said, oh, yeah, okay, I see something's pending here for, you know, this amount. But really, they just bounced the Litecoin to another address. And I just didn't understand looking at a looking at a like a block explorer. I just thought it was pending. So I sent them all my stuff. Yeah, I just saw pending and the, the amount looked correct and all my shit gone.
2: Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's say. tremendous how, and that's what I mean. Right. So like yeah. the reason why they did this is because it's profitable for them. Yeah. Like the amount, that amount of effort isn't normal for a phishing campaign or like an impersonation, a social, it's like a social engineering campaign when the payoff is, it isn't, isn't, I can take your money and you can't do anything about it. And so what has happened over the, since like, since 2017, when the blow-up happened, uh, is that like the phishing campaigns have been inc- like just inc- become incredibly good? Like, like that's that's surprising for 2017 to be honest. Me that's a lot like, Not like that that would have gotten most people. That probably would have gotten like. It's hard to say it wouldn't have gotten me because depending on how much money it is, quarantine. and it you was, were new, was, and was, and, yeah. and like they did a lot of the normal things you would do, and they continued yeah. a contextual conversation, which is hard. Yeah. But like, it's gotten way worse than that. Mm. And, and and to where like even secure I've, I've talked to a lot of security engineers like you talk i so the my crypto people i'm in i'm in a slack group with them and we talk about security stuff and they are on top of everything and they spend an inordinate amount of time i'm going to try and interview harry about this stuff soon uh like like looking at phishing campaigns and trying to educate people and the and the sophistication of phishing campaigns over the course of the last four to five years is phenomenal and it's disgusting and it's scary because the edge like the 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 amount of education and knowledge of everyday users has dropped because because the space has gotten so much bigger and we've and we've brought in so many more people who are trying to figure out how to use this stuff
0: so do you, do you have like a, is there a video of the conference that you're at and like the that you, you fish you a fisher like i mean we we try we try to fuck with them you can fish fisher's
2: like what if you i've do? i spent uh, I spent quite a bit of time trying to get people who are scamming me to send me money first mm. in order to like legitimize them so, cause, like if they, it depends on how much money they're asking for, you can maybe get them to like send you a little bit of money to like gain some trust and you say, "Go fuck yourself, it's my money now." And anyway, it's just fun to fuck with them if you like, know what's going on.
0: There are right? like, YouTube if, channels built on that. What
1: if there was like a yeah. whole position in crypto, the gullible guy, and you go into discords and you waste all these fishers' time?
2: That's a lot that's of time, dude. You, mean, do, you better be really good at it, otherwise, you're going to be broke because you don't make any money because you spend all your time trying to scam scammers.
1: Well, no, like you're getting paid from a
0: company in crypto, like that's a that's, or, a,
1: that's a job title.
2: Or your YouTube community is so
0: big. You've seen those YouTube communities, right? Yeah. they record themselves trying to reverse like uh, reverse engineer the, social engineer people exactly yeah I've seen it. or just or this just like, locate like the Indians cameras
2: I've like, seen a lot of people like security security people will identify scammers and then turn their like turn their cameras on yeah. and then like interrogate them oh fuck and it's 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 hilarious it, it's it's so weird because it's all like so Indian workshops like I, it's, I, it's like it's like a call center
1: yeah, it's 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 very profitable, but let's let's move into why our title is China. So we have to talk. We have to talk about it. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, we can not, not not talk about it. We can't. Um, yeah, we can talk about whatever we want. But this is pertinent to people, you know, that want to hear about crypto. So China has like I think this is the final Chinese ban. I, it felt really final. It felt like, hey, this is the last time is we're banning thong? crypto. We say we're banning it every year a few times so we can get the price to go low so we can buy a bunch. But we're I've really grown an aversion
2: to this. Like I've, I've grown like a callus. Yeah. To, to China banning though, and not banning things. It wasn't just you growing the
1: callus, of course. It was like everyone, all at once, was like, "All right, cool, China, go fuck whatever, yourself.
2: man." Like, like that price movement was not nearly as much anymore. as they hoped. It probably was. Like,
1: this is the thing that the and you know I'm looking you square in the eye, Chinese government, because I know I'm small enough to say something like this and have nothing <laughs> bad happen to me. <laughs> Nobody's ever gonna want your currency for stuff. They just Dude, don't it doesn't matter it if they want it. You guys, as a company, you guys. It doesn't country, matter if they
2: want it. We you talking about? They can force stuff. it upon their people, and that's a shitload.
1: Yeah, of but forcing that upon your people is fine. But anybody outside of China doesn't want your currency. No, it's not. <laughs> Well, I'm also, sorry. I'm not speaking for I don't know. I'm not speaking for I mean, for like so like You're from a from a from a an American to the Chinese a, for,
2: government. It, it, there's two points there. For, from a human rights perspective, no, it's not okay. From a business, a world, a world e- economics perspective, I don't think it's okay because so many businesses are gonna be forced to use this. And therefore, they're probably gonna pass that on to the customer, which is us. We just like most of their production of a lot of things the united and in in the world come from china i mean my my chinese phone's
0: pretty cheap they had to ban all the chinese phones so now i can't find one anymore no yeah did you know that that, that, like the new 2021 models of xiaomi like beyond huawei you can't get them to um work with carriers like verizon sprint at&t that just doesn't work even the global unlocked version why are you making up words
2: what is this huawei Shall what do you mean we? Huawei? It's like the lar- like it's the second largest mobile. I'm, just, global... being kind of crazy. I'm <laughs> just sorry that was kind of. Crazy. I've heard a lot about Huawei today at the cybersecurity like conference. Bees. You can imagine <laughs> See? how many phones do you have. <laughs> 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 look at my look at all the phones! I have. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. still pulling out Huawei. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're not Huawei. They're Xiaomi. But yeah. Why do you have
2: so many phones on your desk in front of you? I have, I have a lot of phones, but they're all like dead okay. phones that I've I've grown like that, that I, I've moved on from. That I don't yeah. for some reason throw away, but like, that's why are they right in front you? of you? Why are you so just in so, your I'm curious. What's wrong with you? I'm an
0: interesting guy, Corey. I'm an interesting <laughs> guy. <Corey>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an
2: interesting <laughs> and I'm interesting. That's why I, that's the
1: great response to anything. Why are you doing that? Because I'm an interesting person. <laughs> okay. That's, that's why I do that.
0: Hey, Corey, you, you nice. weren't here for the back of, uh, uh you weren't here for the back oh. of the podcast talk, but But uh, I got a new keyboard, too. You should check it out. Surprise, surprise. I got two.
2: Hold on. How many (laughs) keyboards can you touch in your vicinity right now? Three. (laughs) Actually, four. (laughs) Touch four keyboards. What you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. How many of them are hooked up? How many of them are hooked up? To only, something?
0: only, only one. But one's wireless. Three are hardwired. So only do one you, is hardwired. One is wireless.
2: Do you so often touch two. keyboards that aren't hooked up just just to touch them? No, I don't do that. What, what am I sure to generate for you? Are you sure? sure.
0: <laughs> so <what am> <laughs> <to generate? laughs>
1: How often do you listen to the Tron soundtrack, Jesse? That's what I really want to
0: know. On With which headphones? <laughs> uh, I
1: didn't expect that as a follow-up. A quality. Hold on. Are you are you wearing are you wearing the new headphones, D? I am. And they feel great. They feel oh, wow. they feel great. Jesse hit
2: right into my mic. Jesse hit it big and decided to give everybody headphones. Sorry. Well, because no, Alicia's headphones broke,
0: and then I decided to replace her her headphones. And she and she's it. the only one who hasn't gotten the headphones. I thought she I haven't gotten got mine. Out.
2: You should have it. It's out for delivery. It says it's delivered for you. Okay, then maybe it's at the house. I also yeah. left yesterday, so
0: yeah, so. you got him.
2: Um,
1: but back to Jana. So they they banned all crypto transactions, right? And the Except market usually tiggity tanks. Y'all hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, stop. <laughs> All right. The market usually tanks when China says, like, hey, enough is enough. Okay. We're banning it again. uh But the market didn't really tank. It was like a $2,000 drop. Everybody was like, huh. Okay. You know, I guess. We're you you think, with China now.
2: And also, like, that's larger, right? Because I would say, like, if I have to, just thinking on my memory here, whenever the, the previous times where China has, Banned crypto. They specifically point out Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, they're just like all crypto, everything, all crypto, except, except for, for hours. except for ours, except for ours. But we're not going to call that crypto, but it's crypto. Yeah. uh so, And and it's not like I mean. So is the how much tanked? Right? Did did Bitcoin went down two thousand? Is that our metric? Is that are like how much did Bitcoin move? Because went, everything else yeah, kind of moves. Will, relative you should to look it. at the
0: market cap, the overall Maybe market cap loss. Like uh yeah, we should lunch. do that. We don't I don't really know those numbers off the top of my head, but so we're at what one point eight billion or one point eight trillion rather right now. And we dropped from, I don't know, let's say two ish trillion. Since the news, maybe we were at like one point nine to two. Yeah. So we've dropped a hundred billion. The yeah.
2: <laughs> so percentages so are really, really the main thing I think here is like how how much of a percentage drop is it? Because each time this happens, 10%. there's a different there's a different price that we're at. Yeah. And and the amount dropped is a different percentage from that, right? So right. like, if it's been the same percentage drop over time, or that percentage drop has decreased over time, then we're then their ability to manipulate the market through making news like this is diminishing, which is which seems to be the case,
1: right? And maybe they're doing it on purpose. Maybe they're like, "Hey, we we'll want to see just how manipulable this market is." So yeah. You know. So who who knows? Uh, we really don't know what's going on in the mind of the CCP. Is that what it says? CCP? What is their yeah. thing? You know, yeah. people's People's Republic of China democracy. I don't know what are they whatever they call it's not it. Not a democracy. Oh, we know that. Well, a, the, they they call it whatever they want, but you know, uh, on the other no. side of the spectrum, there's El Salvador where 150,000 people a day are signing up for the lightning wallet and there's like thousands of transactions a day on the lightning network. Um, you know, so there's that story too. Like there's two ends of the spectrum here. We're witnessing in Bitcoin land, right? I mean, Bitcoin's actually, it's kind of crazy, Corey, like living in, like being right about something that you've prognosticated
2: your word, not mine. I mean, I'm here at this conference, listening to people, say the things we were saying years ago. Yeah. And to be interested in this stuff from like a so like for like from a cybersecurity perspective, when they say they're interested in blockchain, they're interested in like access control and asset management and supply chain yeah. stuff. Um and and like regulatory purposes for the government. So like audit trails, keeping track of 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 assets and efficient distribution of 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 wealth. <laughs> which is stuff we've talked about, I've talked about personally for years. Yeah. And finally, people are like, this is a good thing to have. But they have no idea. Like, how have crypto now, and they're
1: all trying to figure it out. And they're all, oh, here's a problem. Here's a problem. Here's something that needs this. Here's, oh, we're, they're doing this wrong. It's like, that's kind of like our old mantra, adoption is the only thing that matters. Because as you get more people in different uh Disciplines and different walks of life actually having crypto and interacting with crypto, you get a wide umbrella of how to interact with crypto and people start learning from people.
2: It's also bags bags are heavy, right? Like, if I'm going to carry around this value, I might as well figure out what it does. Did (laughs) you
0: say, Jesse? (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, no, just fucking riffing.
2: What did you you say, though? I didn't hear
0: you. Knees weak, bags heavy. Knees
2: weak, bags Mom's are heavy. <laughs> is that the new music? Could that be the motto of the podcast? Are you we should sure? come up with a new motto of the podcast. Knees weak, bags heavy. Knees weak,
1: bags are heavy. And then you said mom spaghetti. That's got to go on. There. I want to throw that into like a very official speech that I make in my life. Like, bags really, heavy. Mom's no, it's like mom spaghetti. Just, you know, like, just like, you know, mom spaghetti. Just see if anybody's like... <laughs> it's just yes. it's what cracks up yes um so anyways yeah. speaking of the lightning network not just el salvador is using it twitter's using it we all know about that i think we talked about that last week no we didn't it didn't happen
2: until recently good old jack his, uh, jack dorsey's also doing a like nft verification did you see the video of it process for for twitter profile images no i haven't watched it i just oh know that he's doing my something
1: god it looks good like we're gonna start seeing see this NFT shit pop off. So you like, put isn't it NFT interesting
2: in it. that like he's such a Bitcoin maximalist, yet he's forced to do this because that's how his users are using it, and Bitcoin right. can't do it. I don't think he's a Bitcoin maximalist. He's a Bitcoin maximalist. That's why, what, he, they're using the Lightning Network I he's.
1: think there's very few Bitcoin maximalists. I think there's a lot of people that pose as Bitcoin maximalists to get maximum social ma- social points. I think there's people.
2: Well, look that- at look at all of his businesses, the Cash App. Like, yeah, but in cash they are they are focused on Bitcoin.
1: I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be no mystery to you or me or Jesse here that eventually he'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, other cryptos are cool too.
2: That seems right. to be the that seems to be the route of people who are trying to dip their toes, then get their feet wet, then yeah. dive in. You get the
1: you, you know your umbrella starts mm-hmm. out stretched out further when you start what's the
2: what's the what's the phrase you would use we've already used two of them we have or three of them we have dip your toes in something get your feet wet your toes and then at the foreign head. spectrum it's dive in Dive in. what's in the middle what do, we, what do you what do you what do you say in the middle wait, you know, like knee deep. waist deep knee deep yeah testing the waters
1: testing
0: the waters
2: waiting 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 the waters <laughs>
1: Yeah, but if you're wading in water, isn't that water balls deep? deep?
2: That's a different thing.
1: Yeah, it's a much different
0: thing. That's much different. Uh, treading water. How about that? It's not that. Treading water is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
1: Well, anyways, he's treading water with Bitcoin. You know, the Bitcoin Lightning Network is launched on Twitter and it's slowly being rolled out to everyone. Uh, I, as a member of the elevated race of iOS users, uh, get to immediately send my Bitcoin Lightning to people. Um, But then, so while we're talking about Lightning Network News, uh, Brian Armstrong, a.k.a. protects his bags with strong knees, um, also a.k.a. (laughs) Lex Lex, Lex Luthor, was on um, what Bitcoin did with Peter McCormick. And he said that they don't feel that the adoption is large enough for them to uh, start using the Lightning Network at Coinbase. Which tells
2: me, I would say let's, let's think about relative differences between Twitter implementation of people sending money on Lightning Network versus Coinbase enabling Lightning users. Like I feel like Twitter use is higher, but naivety is also higher with Twitter as compared to Coinbase and their like diligence on these networks and how much they can scale. Because like my main my main worry is that something as large as Twitter or Coinbase enable all of their users to immediately start using the Lightning easily, easily, mm-hmm. and then it just fails miserably because it actually can't scale.
1: I think That's the Lightning fear. I hope it does scale to a point where it can handle a certain level. I used to really closely pay attention to the I guess you'd call it performance metrics of the Lightning Network. And I haven't looked in a very long time. But even back I said by very long time I mean like eight months probably, eight months solid. But even eight months ago, Lightning could handle like almost a hundred percent of any transactions below ten dollars. Right? It would go just fine. So, so I think
2: huh I don't I don't know i, I haven't I haven't paid attention to it either. like I hope that's the case also what I what I am interested in what I've been paying attention to and we'll be writing some stuff up probably soon is we like a while back we talked about um, taproot being enabled on the network, right mm-hmm. like it, it passing the vote so it's gonna actually get through and become a thing And so there's there's three bips or bitcoin improvement proposals that are passing with this that's mm-hmm. basically Schnorr signatures which then enable taproot which then enable tap scripts so those are the three main huge changes to uh the bitcoin ecosystem that are happening but like it passed the vote back when we talked about it but it doesn't actually get rolled into and becoming of the valid thing to do until like next month and so november next yeah. Yeah. And so like, you're not going to see people start to use these things until next month. And I've been asking people forever on Twitter, who's building something that takes advantage of this? You got your answer, Kraken. Kraken wrote wrote a paper on it that kind of detailed some of this stuff. It's pretty topical. It's not nearly as in-depth as I wanted it to be. Um, But it does enable much, much better multi-signature accounts natively into bitcoin uh it also enables i think the lightning network to operate more efficiently so i want to know more like i want like who else is doing stuff with this because it's 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 relatively huge in terms of what you can do with this stuff
1: i think bitcoin has gotten so big it's to the point where the people that are really like building building in bitcoin come on i don't know if they're i don't know if they're
2: that's horseshit them,
1: people out putting their business in the street
2: no everyone puts their business in the street in this ecosystem nobody makes something with cryptocurrency and doesn't try and broadcast it as much as possible because the name of the game right now is to get people's attention and it's really easy in crypto to do that so you should just market the hell out of it it's possible nobody's it's possible. building something covertly until until the only reason people are building some something covertly right now is because they don't want it stolen yeah i mean that's maybe so, that's it Maybe but, that's it People, people tease. People say something. Then, then like the like the the time it takes to get something that's useful and build specialty around it, like domain knowledge around it, is short. You know what? I wish and it us doesn't us make covert? any sense that like maybe I'm just not listening enough to 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 Bitcoin. I wish
1: that wallpaper that your hotel room chose was more covert. That is some shitty wallpaper back there. I like
2: it. I kind of like it.
1: <laughs> it does look like that wood that we had in the, the house.
2: No um, don't don't, don't no, say that. That, that wood was a master craftsman what does it doesn't look like I mean, that guy funny. was that guy was 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 a master that's true at, at woodworking who made that All room right. and It was absurd how nice that room was for us living in it
1: so, <laughs> hands. does the Twitter integration push the price of Bitcoin at three hundred thousand dollars per Bitcoin because that's what everyone's saying on Twitter and Twitter is such a such a pool of Bullshit. No. Okay, I don't think so. Either.
2: That's my hand. My, my hand says
1: no. Yep. Jesse, did you straight up leave the show for a second to go get some boba
2: tea? Yeah. I,
0: I did. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it.
2: <laughs> it's like, I'm done with this conversation. I'm going to get some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> he said
1: boba tea. No, say- I'm in there. But- you got the tapioca in there, didn't you, too? I can see it. I can see you yeah, getting a chew ju- on. Okay.
0: Woo! That looks delicious. Green tea,
1: passion fruit. Oh man, I'm jealous. I'm gonna go Does get you have that tea. at the house. No, I had it delivered. Oh, wait a second. You had a drink, just one drink delivered. I got food. Oh, okay, I was about to say that. We've <laughs> <laughs> right he been frivolously. He's like, fuck it. drinks? Delivered. That leaving the house. Me, bring me my tea, Winch, and a banana leaf. All right, so. Let's move it on. We talked about Bitcoin quite enough for a show called the Bitcoin Podcast, and we got a lot of people out there we got to piss off by not talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, let's do that. So, oh, did you see that guy last week? It's like you guys are the what's wrong with the community because everything that you do says Bitcoin, you don't talk about Bitcoin. You might as well be the NFT. Where did that guy say that? It was all over Twitter. We had some pretty angry. I didn't see it. Uh,
2: He didn't. He didn't tag me, so I don't care. We went on a hot streak of
1: not talking about Bitcoin, and people got really
2: upset. And I was hey, like, "Hey, you want to see how many fucks I give?"
1: Yeah, point at them. <laughs> can't, can't. They don't exist. I would want to. They're right here. Nothing. No fucks. <laughs> <thoughts. laughs> All right. Um. So let's move on to Ethereum a little bit. Let's be let's be real here. Uh. How many bricks is Vitalik shitting that the fees on Ethereum have gotten so damn high? I where mean, he's like, "Well, there goes my vision." No,
0: why, that's not vision. the
2: case. Like, oh. I don't know. First off, he's stupid rich. Uh, yeah, but I don't think he cares about. He doesn't like care. That. Well, he it, certainly it helps him, but like he's, he's 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 weird enough that it hasn't altered his personality to a point of being detrimental. Uh, but like, it's you know why they're high.
1: Because it doesn't work? Because it's being used. Because it's being used. Because it's a functional
2: blockchain. Because it's it's at capacity.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with Bitcoin. It's the same. I literally, I'm the the dude who doesn't get deep fucking balls deep into this stuff was like, yeah, the fees on these other blockchains don't exist because no one's using them. When people start using your blockchain, the fees go up. I've been saying it over
2: and over and over again. It's so hard to understand if you have a leaky bucket, if you never put water in it and money, exactly. these motherfuckers are running around with empty buckets talking about how awesome they are. Yeah. Like and you, and don't, so- you, you can't tell that Ethereum is full. And so of course it's easy to point at it and say like, look at those holes in that bucket. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the first implementation of smart contracts that people actually used. It's the only reason any of these other networks have users is because they carbon copied it and changed one thing. And yeah. so like, Give it give credit where it's due. It's they're it's not, at capacity. The fees are high it. because everyone's using it and 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 deriving value from it. They wouldn't stay high if people weren't still making money from it. Unfortunately, it elbows out quite a few people from from use cases that they'd like to use it for. Cough cough status. But like, fuck off. They're using it. Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna slowly spread away. Like so like there's there's a, there is a potential. Can we get some alpha? What?
1: What is what? So you mentioned something and you said that your company, how do you pivot when the use cases that you built and operated for can't be used anymore? Or we're not allowed to know that. Maybe you you built something else. All right, cool. That's alpha enough for me.
2: What you, you laugh <laughs> <that>? it, <laughs> a, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I don't think people quite understand.
0: You can't use Ethereum, man. Like- Here's that the thing a that reality. people don't
2: quite understand, oh, right? Yeah. Like, uh, because you build something else, doesn't mean you don't care about the first thing, right? Like, look at mm-hmm. layer twos are an example of this. They, they embed their security in, in, in Ethereum uh, through a, a myriad of different mechanisms. But, like, you can have access to it. Like, oh, if status generally wants to be an interface to Web3. Or, that means users can do whatever they want. they can access whatever network they want because most of the technology is the same. You just need a few changes and understand you need to know where to look and also, you can still leverage assets on various chains to do different things if you know where the, if you know where to look and how to use it right and So you can build something that leverages assets on, on 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 various chains like Ethereum, but don't live on ethereum mm-hmm. And so like being an interface to web3 so allowing people to use dApps on whatever chain they want and also building something else isn't really a departure from the original like like we care about ethereum Mm -hmm. but it's still like we can't do what we want to do on ethereum because fees are so high so what do we what do you do you go to l2s go to a different chain yeah you build something else yeah or all three (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesse <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> all or right. you do all three,
2: which we'll probably do all three to be honest. we probably lose money on the L two. So what? If users want to do that, they should be able to do that. True. Like we're we're releasing we're releasing, sure. we're releasing a, a multi-chain layer two status soon. It's already in development. It's it's being tested. It's gonna get released into production soon. So you can access things like Arbitrum.
1: What Corey said is really powerful. Empty buckets. What's up, Joe? Uh, what Cory just said was really powerful. He said, uh, "He said uh, you do what the users want, pretty much, or you give the users options." And I'm learning this the hard way. That's the whole much, point,
2: right? That's why we places. came here is that you give people, uh, you give people, the ability to make good decisions and do whatever they want to do. The problem is. Making something that allows them to make good decisions. So you need to surface information, contextual information to them, so they can make good decisions and not shoot themselves in the foot. That's the hard part. But like, like the whole goal of this is to give power back to the people. So
1: fucking do that. That's it's a good point, and it's something that like I think. I think younger people have a hard time understanding you do what the user like The, the, the whole customer's always right. Client's always right. I think that statement is kind of being lost on younger and younger generations, myself included. Like it's like, cause I wasn't treated that way. Like Amazon's pretty much always told me what's right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. I get it on this day. Cool. I'm not, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to call you. Uh, To be honest,
2: like to be fair, With Amazon you can return whatever the hell you want and they're like sorry sorry distributor you're getting hosed here like merchant like if you're a merchant and Amazon and someone returns your shit you're you're paying for it yeah and Amazon doesn't
1: care that's very true from that side of the fence but from like and so at work it was very recently at work I made this like a module like, well, it's a part of the program, but I finally activated it so that like, we could get confirmations from our clients digitally, like in their email. They just click a button and things are confirmed. It's great. And like within a day, somebody called up and she was like 60 years old and she was like, oh, I got your email. I'm just calling to confirm. And like my perception is like, just push the button. just." just pushed and she was like oh i don't wanna i don't i don't i just don't i'm not good with the tech that lady is like good that. with
2: cybersecurity. not clicking <laughs> yeah. on email links i like her
1: yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like you know you do what the user wants the user wants layer two jesse then there's gonna be layer two they want a new mm-hmm. blockchain They can get on a new chain but um it's just i think it's it's we're we've yet to see a blockchain that can handle the volume of Ethereum and Bitcoin and keep fees low. My bet right now that the blockchain is gonna be able to do it best if you call it a blockchain at all, is Avalanche and what they're doing with their suite of chains. X, C, what is it, P? Yeah, P-chain. We had XP chain P-chain, C-chain, all kinds of chains going on there. We got subnets, It's probably gonna be chains and the nets, nets and the chains. It's gonna be some banana shit. But where um, you going with this, I, was, I where I was going is like fees. I don't think fees ever get super duper, super duper inexpensive unless they were working with something that's really centralized. No, that's not true. Unless you move the decimal to the left enough times. No, right. And just true. trick everybody. It, it, it,
2: it, so fees are a combination of a of a bunch of different things. Uh, and it's hard to say like there will always be a place where you can do something for low fees, whether or not the person you want to do that something with will do it with you is a different story. And so most of the time, the reason why fees are high on Ethereum is because no one wants to go to a different chain to do that thing. So over time, we've like it's being easier to convince someone to operate on a different chain because the trust on that chain is getting higher. Mm-hmm. And so. First of all, you need you need someone else to do whatever you want to do with mm-hmm. on the same platform. There needs to be space on that platform. It needs, that platform needs to scale to a point mm-hmm. and operate at low fees in the first place in order to facilitate low fees. But if it's it, it getting up to that scale where it can't handle them anymore, fees are going to go up. More often than not, because fee markets are usually the way in which you incentivize people to do things Uh, like Avalanche, for instance, fees won't go up. There's no fee market on the Avalanche C chain. It's a set amount because they think they can scale enough and and, and miners don't get fees for transactions. They're burned. So like when you make a transaction on Avalanche, the Avalanche C chain, that fee, the amount that you pay for the transaction, it's just gone out of existence, which then slightly raises the value of everyone else's avalanche, right? Mm -hmm. That was the mechanism they chose to use for, for doing things. So like how fees play in is dependent upon where you are, how filled up that thing is and whether or not someone's going to do it with you. And, And there's, there's probably more to it than that, of course, but like it's, it's a complicated subject that most people aren't willing to dive into or should, should have to, more often than not, it's like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is how much it costs. This is how you do it. And depending upon whatever that thing is, it is dic- like dictates whether or not someone's going to say, okay. Yeah. Right now, if you want to do NFTs and there's a lot of value involved, you're probably doing it on Ethereum. If you want to do NFTs and there's not a lot of value involved, you're going to do it somewhere else. Mm. Well,
1: I think, I think it's only natural that another chain is about to pick up where Ethereum is dropping like the, the holes in the Ethereum bucket are about to go into some other chains buckets. We're, see seeing it? It
2: We're seeing like, by, F- it now. Paul, F- Paul Oakenfold. Are you familiar with who that is? Isn't he like a DJ? Like, yeah. He just released or announced that he's releasing his next album on Cardano. Really? Like all of it. The whole thing. All, every asset associated with the album is on Cardano. That's but why. Well, Hutchinson's Hod- convinced him to do it. And they can do NFTs. Like uh, the, whole, the, whole, the, whole the whole FUD on smart contracts. whole on smart contracts for Dano is is exactly that. Like they can do smart contracts. They're just drastically more complicated than the implementation that Ethereum does because of the they're using what's called the extended UTXO model. And it's not nearly as clear how to do smart contracts on a model like that as it is for Ethereum. Because if for Ethereum, you can think of it as like a singleton. It's a, it's a, it's a single CPU or that everyone accesses. And it's very clear like how many transactions can go through. But like m- making software on an, on an extended UTXO model is more complicated. And the tools to do it are not nearly as easy. And it remains to be seen whether or not complex decentralized applications can even be built on it. So like I would call it an experiment... That has potential, but no one what, knows wait, it's going wait, to work.
1: What's the difference between a regular unspent transaction output and an extended unspent transaction?
2: Good question. Output? I've been looking into this. Uh, so right now, uh, for if you have an unspent transaction, so UTXO, or the unspent mm-hmm. transaction output, UTXO, uh, what it says is like this address owns this piece of Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. This amount of Bitcoin, right? And if you want to make a transaction on Bitcoin, you say... I own what your wallet does is it keeps track of all the UTXOs that all the keys that you have control. And it says that then accumulates to one Bitcoin, right? So, like, if I add up all the UTXOs amongst all the keys that I own, it adds up to one Bitcoin. And your wallet says, You have one Bitcoin, right? That's what happens in the background of a a Bitcoin wallet. And then I say, All right, I'm going to spend 0.25 Bitcoin buying something. What it does, what your wallet does is it says, All right, I'm going to grab uh this set, this set of UTXOs that gets as close to 0.25 Bitcoin as I can. And then I'm going to add those up, and those are my inputs to the transaction. And then, but like normal, normally it's just just a little bit over, or like maybe drastically over. It doesn't matter. And then it says the outputs are 0.25 to where I want to go. And the rest is a change address that goes back to me right normally this Mm -hmm. is the standard bitcoin transaction so that's how utxos work but like the utxo is like so like to get back to your question the script that allows me to say i spend this bitcoin says i own this private key so i can um, it it, it validates me to spend it and that's Mm -hmm. basically all it does for utxo the extended utxo model has arbitrary logic that validates whether or not you can spend an asset it's not just like i own this private key it's a myriad of things depending upon what what language you use to validate scripts for utxos the scripting it, language it, what
0: yeah, what are the language options?
2: They're pretty limited right now. So for you, for for Cardano, they use something called um, Plutus. So Plutus is the language is, is the scripting language that is the logic you can use to validate the extended UTXOs. I don't know enough about it. It's based on Haskell, but like there's a lot more ways in which you can use this language to then dictate whether or not a given UTXO can be spent. Mm-hmm. And so that then allows you to create way more complex software that uses multiple EUTXOs to then be spent for varying purposes. But like mm. for Bitcoin, that scripting language is very, very small on purpose such that like you can't, you can't fuck it up. Like the security, the security landscape, like what you can do is so limited that you don't have to like worry too much about all of the varying complex ways you need to check for It's, it's, this is the, this is the address or this is the set of addresses that need to come together to allow you to unlock this Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. There's not much else to it. That's why you can only do so few things with Bitcoin. So So,
0: what does does having extended UTXO,
2: like, allow you to do? Smart contracts. Oh, okay. More complex smart contracts. And and, then part of that, which is the, I guess, what they're trying to say is that it allows for, like, parallel processing of smart contracts. Right. So like right now with with, with Ethereum, everything is sequential. It's, it's synchronous. Right. You need to have the correct ordering of transactions for the smart contract to work properly. Right. But that's because the implementation is there's a smart contract lives on chain and it's just one chain. It's an account model, which means that smart contract is an account and transactions interact with that account so that it's one by one by one by one by one by one. Mm-hmm. And it's up to the miner to dictate which what's the ordering of what what that one by one by one by one by one is with utxo you have basically parts of of a smart contract living in various utxos with different logic and if one utxo doesn't give a shit about what's happening on another one you can do a part of parallel processing of that logic interesting And so that's like, much, that, this how is how the idea i don't know it's, it's it's hard to say because it hasn't been proven it's, this is the concept that they're trying to prove out.
1: So and every single mutually exclusive UTXO can do a different
2: like computation. we'll have, we'll have so. different logic associated with it. But there's only but, here's the here's the catch is that there will be timing problems with the the sequence of things and the and the complexity of. Sp- Programming these things is way harder. Yeah. And so, like, you can't have multiple things happen on a single UTXO. Only one thing can happen on a UTXO per block because it has to be spent. Is Cardano capped? I don't know.
0: So, how do, how do what determines the sequence?
2: I don't know. Miners. Mm. <laughs> well, like, card- 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 I mean, it's proof of stake. So, the validators. Yeah. Well, uh, it solid- gets to be a validator card- on Cardano <laughs> or a or or practice. Or Boros consensus called. or whatever. Yeah, their consensus model is not straightforward. Yeah. It's proof of stake, but it's not straightforward.
1: All I want to say is this is that if if Cardano is capped then and if it's if it's capped and that's a closed system, <laughs> then wouldn't all U, UTXOs.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Hold on, what was that?
2: He said Hodgkin. It's <laughs> Hoskinson. Charles Charles Hodgkin. Okay.
1: Uh, Hosk- Not Hodgkin. Okay. All I'm going to say is this, is that if that's a closed, if if it's capped, right, then wouldn't all UTXO eventually have something to do with each other? Like, what do wouldn't you mean? They? I mean, all right. So if I've got 100,000 units
2: and all participants... Oh, the number of UTXOs is never capped. UTXOs are just like, this is the state, this is the chunk of things that exist and who owns events, them. Right? Like, I was like, let's look at it a different way. If you think about the UTXO model, it is – so for, for Bitcoin, we'll go simple here, right? Bitcoin is – there is only a certain we'll – say, say when, when all Bitcoin has been put into existence, we have 21 million, right? That's the cap of Bitcoin. It's we'll good. just – we'll pretend we're at 2150 or whatever it is where it's all been mined. Most of it. And that doesn't change. What changes is how it's broken up across the people who own it, which is the UTXO. The current state of, of Bitcoin system is the UTXO set, which is these are the chunks of Bitcoin uh, that exist okay. and the you. scripts required to unlock them. I've got you. And so that, that script could be a simple signature from one account or uh, like a pay to script hash or all the different opcodes, basically, in the Bitcoin scripting language that allow you to do things to unlock the Bitcoin. But the UTXO set is the chunks of Bitcoin and the logic required to unlock them. And with the extended UTXO set model is you're just expanding the possibility of logic to, to unlock them. That's it. So they're countably infinite UTX. Yeah, and so like you have to consume them in a transaction, okay, and you make important. new ones for the next ones. So you just say like, "I'm going to use these and make these ones." And as long as oh, those right. conform to the rules, then a validator or a miner says, "That's that's valid." I'm putting it in the block.
0: How many UTXOs um, describe the current um, all the current account holders for Bitcoin and all the like spent around oh, we can spend? can actually that. I, I used to. The I audience. used to uh,
2: is there like a UTX
0: pull graph that we could like pull up on a website. I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. Yeah, so exactly. I used I used to
2: worry. So this is this is something that I used to talk about back when uh, SegWit was a problem. I used to like try and discuss when when people were trying to like to, to say SegWit needs to get into play before it actually got voted in. Okay. Uh, I would discuss the the concept of um, state growth via the utxos because back then uh, when you made a transaction you were incentivized to make more utxos than you spent so you you would you would consume one and always make two right that was it was your, like the wallets were incentivized to do that as opposed to consume three and make two so that meant that over time the utxo set the amount of things that a wallet had to keep track of grew and, yeah. grew, and grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and grew i was worried about that and so i I talked about it, Uh, SegWit introduced the concept of SegWit introduced a better model of changing that incentivization so that the number of transaction outputs is less than typically on average, less than the amount spent.
0: How did that that change? Like, what what in SegWit in particular? It had to
2: do with how how you order things, and then the size of them, Uh, and then store signatures should also make that drastically different too, because it all it does signature aggregation. So, like, you can consume no matter how many UTXOs you consume, it's always going to be a single signature on the blockchain. By the way.
1: If you're, a, sorry, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt, but I actually do fuck what y'all are talking about. Um, if you, <laughs> no, um, Fuck what you heard. If, if you're a data scientist, um, you might want to look into cryptocurrency and cryptocurrency. It's, it's, a, it's a treasure trove. This is just the Bitcoin blockchain, by the way. And if you go to blockchain.com slash charts, I've been looking at these charts probably since 2013 now. And they only add more. This is just for network activity, and I see one, two, three, four. It's a
2: treasure trove times. of stuff. Yeah, and you can get this data. It's free. You can get it it's, as an image. You can get it as a CSV. It's perfectly formatted and curated information. Yeah, it's you just perfect. have to look at it. There's no holes. It's That's perfect. the whole point, right? That's the whole point. People have to make transactions of a given format in order for them to be included. So if you look at if you look at the blockchain, various blockchains, if you understand the rule set. You have perfectly for- formatted data.
1: This is why it's like this: stuff, the writing is on the wall, how important this shit's going to be. Like if I'm the, if I work in finance and I've been working in finance for, let's say, a decade and I've, you know, got my, you know, my master's in science and in finance and I love data, blah, blah, blah. And I get a hold of this. You mm-hmm. think I'm not going to make a financial product that's going to mm-hmm. make my company so much fucking way- I'm gonna, Look at all this data right here. You know, you can't get this data from banks all at the same time. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? They're going to be like, fuck you. You're not getting our data. We're Bank of America. We're, we know this is all, all this shit is just there. It's just there. But anyways, just to answer your question, unspent transaction outputs. This million. is it. Well, yeah. That's probably,
2: that probably has to do with the number of people who've uh, joined. Right. So like every time you send somebody Bitcoin, you're never going to have the perfect amount. So they are always going to have a receipt address. And the way you, so, the way you do addressing. So with HD wallets, uh, you're bet, like, they, the, the best practices for bitcoin is to use a new address every time you do a transaction to never like they, they try to make sure you never reuse addresses mm-hmm. so that's built that in vid, an avalanche That's, that's built in avalanche. it's yeah they use this, this the same thing
0: Well, what if uh, you generate like um what do you call it uh like an address that like has your name in it because it's cool
2: then you'd use the same one
0: yeah but like that's not best security practices that.
2: no I mean it depends, right? It it's 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 a trade-off of privacy versus complexity. Can yeah. you have theorem so it's easy because it's 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 an account-based model.
1: Can you have behind the scenes hierarchical determinism and in front of the scenes something that just says Fergalati.eth?
2: Yeah, so like there are ways to reference the public key that then generates all your addresses like so like when you like say for instance you want to track all the bitcoin of your seed phrase uh without exposing your private keys in like a software like rotkey which mm-hmm. is like a personal finance portfolio software then you give it the expo address which is kind of like a way of like hey this is the generalized public key which then allow me to generate all the public keys that can come from this without exposing the private keys associated with them right so like mm-hmm. you could, you could attach a name to that, which then allows you to say like this thing plus a derivation address. I think I'm not 100% sure on this. This thing plus a derivation address allows me to generate a public key to see like, to, to know where I need to send something. Mm-hmm. And so there's a way to look at a bunch of different public keys and map and map something to that, like the identity, like an ENS name or a handshake name or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, Publicize that, but like how much do you want to publicize every time you every time you broadcast yourself attached to an address you're exposing uh, quite a bit of information if someone's doing blockchain forensics until short until Schnorr signatures yeah
1: it's it, it just kind of blows my mind how it's funny that <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends just yesterday about this because I was helping them with some hardware wallet um. Just routine. I just call it routine. I'm doing monthly routine maintenance of hardware wallet. Your IT now, making sure it's updated, <laughs> making sure the firmware is fine, making sure it gets in. That's good. I figured out now that that's like, good.
2: That's good hygiene. Avalanche
1: and Ledger S. If you have the Ledger Live software pinging the hardware wallet at the same time as the wallet dash beta dot network dot dot network site pinging it. Then it's never gonna recognize it, and it will never pair. And that has never... to
2: do. That has to do with um, trying to control like a, a device file on your on your computer. Really, not Far necessarily like the network. It has to do with uh, who's controlling that USB port. Mm. Okay, so it's like you're using MetaMask, I assume, oh, right? Oh, that not... was the
1: problem. Or like you're, no. using,
2: you're using like a Ledger.
1: I was using and... a Ledger, but it was plugged into a hub. You know, one
0: of those. You can hubs use one on controller. There
2: yeah so it's it's like who has access to this controller got and it. they won't allow anything else to do it because that. that's a security risk the more
1: you know because it was um it was one of those hubs that you use so you plug in your laptop and then
2: you've mm-hmm. got all that the doesn't matter
1: and all the yeah. things
2: that doesn't matter and that's that can problem. cause problems but like more often than not like one thing especially something like a hardware wallet should only have access to it at a time because like you don't want to like open up a channel mm-hmm. with like your you're, like say you're say you're, instance, you're using ledger live with your hardware wallet right mm-hmm. and it starts to like negotiate and communicate the software ledger live software in your computer starts to like open a channel with the actual hardware device and says like all right let's chat let's send messages do you want something else in your computer to have access to that no yeah
1: so i get it now but it's just the more you know but the more i guess the moral of the story i'm even going down is that he was like if you guys really expect everyday people to do this you're like it's never <laughs> He's like, you've got job security at it forever because yes. nobody's ever going to want to do this ever. No one ever. Like I said do
2: this. in the beginning, it's a good way to wrap up. Like I said in the beginning of this show, I'm at one of the largest cybersecurity conferences in the United States. Mm-hmm. These people have no idea what's going on with blockchain. Yeah, it's, they're it's interested. They're interested, but they're the, they're the forward they're forward the they're the leaders in this in this in this industry with respect to cybersecurity. What are they? So boomers? like we're still so new that they don't understand how we do things or what's going on. They just know the buzzwords that most people hear about. And so like, yeah, yeah you have job security because you can you could you could set up your Avalanche ledger. Congratulations. If you can
1: set up a hardware wallet, you got job security. Go get a job at a bank. And you can get, <laughs> make a good money too. Go into that bank and say and slide them a CV or resume at the top. It says, I know what hierarchical determinism means. And then you you then just name. You should resume. probably know what that means, though. but like. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah. So here's a free shout out to Blockchain.com, which used to be Blockchain.info, which also used to be before that. Uh, it was at one point the most popular back when... Um, uh, is blockchain.info, Magic, back the, no Magic the Gathering online exchange existed. Mount Cox, this was the Mount Cox. This was the number one wallet company. On the- yeah, it was.
2: Blockchain.info uh, was the go-to web wallet yeah. for all of Bitcoin. Blockchain.info, and they changed. The and they had some. because yeah, blockchain.com bought them, and which is related to Blockstream. I think. Is it? That, I don't think so. They are. I don't think so. They're they're related to like that that like blockchain city in Nevada that like isn't doing anything that I'm aware of. Mm. Well, I know
1: Blockstream is doing big things, but everyone hates Blockstream. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't hate Blockstream. They just I feel like Blockstream and Consensus are getting the same reputation of
2: people being weary of their actions. Consensus is still. Well, Joe Lubin is a weird dude, but. Uh, out of I all the projects that consensus. I know, out of all the projects that I know, and the people who have worked for for Consensus, um, I would say that they're stick, they're trying to do the right thing with all the, with a the ridiculous amount of assets that they have because Joe Lubin basically bought everything in the early days. It has overwhelming amounts of assets. Uh, probably is almost a trillionaire. But with Blockstream, I mean, I've talked to engineers at Blockstream too, and like. From, like, for the most part, the ones that I know who are doing the work, they really, really give a shit and they're really, really good engineers. Uh, but I don't really like Adam back. He's kind of a douchebag. Like, kind of, I mean, he's really a douchebag.
0: <laughs>
2: Wait, why? That's is not, that not a bad that? distribution.
1: Look at this fucking data. Look at this data. That's All right, let's wrap bad. it up. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to, one last thing. Look at that hatch rate, baby. We're coming back, baby. China said no more mining. The world was like, oh, my God. And then we caught it right here. Everybody's suspecting the US yeah. caught it. I'm
2: curious of it, like the geographical distribution of mining at this point. Wait, that's right. I would love to see that. Yeah, this is when they said no more mining. This day. April, right May, uh, April, May really? June, July, August, September. So what you're not seeing on the, on the bottom part is August, September.
0: But the hash rate doesn't correlate with the so with September the right price.
2: Here. No, it, it doesn't. Because does. they don't. I mean, it's I would say that those aren't nearly as correlated as they used to be. Like if you look at like a correlation graph between hash rate and price, I bet it's not nearly as stable as it used to be. Yeah,
0: I can agree with that.
2: Look at that drop.
1: That's the biggest drop. I'm pretty sure that's the biggest percentage drop. Yeah, dude. That's a lot of hashing power just turned off like that. Hit the switch. Golly. Anyways, and now we're up here. We're crawling our way back. If this gets above yeah, here, yeah. But
2: I would, I would also argue that the the amount of the hash rate of Bitcoin is uh, over securing the under underlying value of Bitcoin. Yeah, like you it's don't need that much. Down. You don't need that much to to operate just as fine with the like with with the same security guarantees of of uh, not being able to overthrow the network. You just don't need yeah. that much.
0: What percent does it? Can it come down?
2: I don't know that. I don't know that answer. I just think it's. I just. I think I don't have any numbers behind it. I think it's oversecured.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, one of these weeks, we promise we're going to get Jesse to talk to you guys more. Jesse actually said, "I w- I want to talk to the audience more." <laughs> <laughs> he said that right before we got on, and then me just and got to go in, dude.
2: That's something quarters. we talked about. Yeah, the, you were, you in, were educating everybody about
0: e e. EUTXOs, right? That's right. That's, yeah. That was
2: That's good. It. No, I understand it. That went on tangents. Yeah. I went pretty I went pretty far in on this one, this episode. This is nice. This was good. Oh yeah. Before we leave, uh M Stone, patron, asked, I don't want to give his real his real name. Um, what headphones are these? You bought you bought us. Who wants to know?
0: There you go. It says it on the side. D T seven seventy pros.
2: Where does it say it? From oh, the on side. the side. You can't see that. You gotta know, blow it up. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I haven't pulled it up.
2: Hashtag, we're not sponsored by them, but we'd like to be. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know it. who makes this. I threw away <laughs> the box <laughs> instantaneously. Hey, would you use the plug? What are you, you plugging it into, dude? You got a I DAC? Plug it or? directly into the mic, bro. It's got a. It's got a quarter I unscrewed, inch I I
1: unscrewed this part and plugged it straight into the mic. And those here's the best part: I
0: I can hear. Yeah, my exactly. Mic. That's what I told him, dude. I told him you those, need a
2: DAC. Those d- things, f- those things can, those things can Yes, melt you.
0: I'm I had not download piece I'm not an audio. They're not
2: going to be appreciated. Jesse they're not going to be appreciated I'm going to say that right <laughs> out the gate. He's going to be okay. going to be stunned he's never going to experience. I'm
1: going to upgrade him slowly over time. <laughs> Finally, Jesse's going like, go to a
2: good keyboard Exactly. Keyboard <laughs>
1: person too. Like I look at my keyboard and I'm like Razer you got me. You got me. <laughs> Your membrane keys, I love them. Um <laughs> I don't know what this market signal is that I just pulled up, but it ain't looking good. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's. So if you're if you want to be a patron, uh, you go to the Patreon. Go to. I always do that. Go to patreon.com slash the Bitcoin Podcast. You'll find us. You can sign up for a tier of it. Right, the patrons are going to get the opportunity to to get a bag of Cheetos, or sorry, hundred bags of Cheetos, hundred bags of Cheetos. When is when are we 100. doing that? Well we gotta get uh, a thousand we gotta get a thousand followers on we YouTube. We gotta get a thousand
0: followers on YouTube, on YouTube first. Oh on YouTube.
1: Yeah, okay. so we're at two hundred and sixty something. Keep it up, boys. Yeah, we're, we're gonna away. get there. We're
0: yeah, gonna we'll get there.
1: there. Um we're at no two sixty five. We were at two sixty eight and then we lost three when I I think I went on a rant about something political recently. <laughs> and people don't like that.
2: Do you ever un- unsubscribe to things? Like how often do you unsubscribe to things? I've recently funny. started doing it more.
1: I started reading and my learned. Bruce Lee book and he was like, you know, Bruce Lee goes, he says, hey, the trick isn't adding. The trick is removing. And so then I opened up my stuff and I started I'm doing unsubscribing that personally. I got
2: like, notification fatigue. I'm just like closing channels. Like, nope. Mm-mm, don't listen yeah. to you anymore. It's like,
1: well, I, got, I can tell you the blowback from that, though, is that because I got such I get I literally get like put on edge when I open up Telegram and I open up discord because of what happened in 2017. Like I just in 2018, I couldn't do it. It was like I was in so many channels and I was getting like thousands of messages an hour. And I was like, this is not. Okay, like I started breathing heavily. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't.
2: It's so just like, I, that's my world.
0: <laughs> no. no, no, it's not. Dude, as soon as I join something, every Discord server anything, I mute everything.
2: So do I. Yeah. It's, I'll look at it you when I look a, at it. You need to mention me. Otherwise, I'm not going to
1: see it. Yeah, and I, I just got. So now I'm, I learned that I missed out on all the stuff that blew up. Basically, the beginning of this year, I just missed out on it, like DeFi, and NFT. Yeah, That's just where all the conversations happening. And I was just like, I don't want any part of it. Like, it's just a bunch of people trying to scam me out of my money. A bunch of people asking, when am I going to get rich? A bunch of people asking quasi deep questions just to figure out when they're going to get rich. I was like, I can't do this anymore but he said, now that
2: i have your attention what should i buy
1: yeah yeah <laughs> um also you can join the slack go to the bitcoin pod, go it's to, not like uh, that our slack is a podcast. is a
2: is a has a velvet rope associated with it where if you Absolutely. shill we will make fun of you and you'll leave
1: yeah my apologies <laughs> to that dude who came in like two weeks ago i was like hey he did not show. get
2: a good reception
1: and i just wanted to get our our founder <laughs> oh. on the show I was like, fuck that. Oh, you listen. What what's our what's our
2: catchphrase? Yeah. He's like, uh, I don't know. I just I don't listen to the show. <laughs> please.
1: Oh please, I'll participate. I swear. Uh so you can join the Slack. Um, where we you use Slack as you should? And that's trying to build a community, not running Slack for a business. Any of you businesses out there running Slack? Good luck with your all-day meetings with no agenda trying to run a business in Slack. I you know, go for it. Um <laughs> Just there's I, I didn't even say that somebody in our Slack said that I think it was uh Tim the God he changes his name know. every month but he said like Slack is Slack is a a meeting all a day L-day meeting with no agenda every day <laughs> and so but you can join our Slack hang out with us because that's where we hang out
2: you uh, will laugh that's guaranteed in your podcast unless you, unless you don't have a sense of humor then you probably won't laugh because you're boring yeah or. Before- <laughs> sure you get alienated by mean shit that gets said them slide. Sure. Uh, in
1: your podcast app rate us, please give us five stars because then we'd be able to have a loud enough, uh, air horn as your Peter McCormick's and your
2: a Pomps who, if it doesn't happen, then yeah. so what? Because we don't try and make a bunch of money. So very true. doesn't very really true. impact us very much. Hey,
1: yeah. <laughs> you can donate, go to the website, donate. We have that out there. I should fix that. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. That's very rude to do on a podcast. Uh, Shout out to Lil Uzi Vert. Uh You're not slick. Your name sounds like Lucifer. If you say it fast, you're not slick. Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, That (sighs) is definitely Shaq. Wow. I'm starting to favor old Shaq. I'm a short Shaq.
2: No, you're not. (laughs) You don't have a pear-shaped head. I'm a short Shaq.
1: Uh, shout out to Shaquille O'Neal. Shout out to Shakira. Shakira, Shakira.
2: Is
0: that I Shakira? Just, I, just, I just had a thought. You know you know when you like, I don't know if you've ever like put food in the microwave and then as it's rotating, there's like a grill right on the microwave and there are little tiny
2: holes, right? Where is this going?
0: So what I'm saying is if D was the food in the microwave and you kind of went side to side, he could look like Shaq, kind of. That was
2: a very strange analogy to use. Okay. <laughs>
0: You know, you know, yeah, you just, you just shake your head enough and maybe
2: you need the full beard. We got to get the full beard and like a look of like disappointment, and you might be okay here. I can't grow a
0: full
1: beard. I'm barely embarrassed by it. Um, shout out to Zazzy Beats doing your thing, girl. We see you, even though your lead roles are going down, but we know they'll come up. Shout out to Isa She's moved on from just acting and directing, she's producing now. She's the whole trifecta of awesome her. Shout out to that dude. It's <laughs> just a really normal looking
2: dude. At least you keep trying to give his shout out to that dude. Oh, I don't no, know. He's a good looking guys. black dude. He's just yeah. a good looking black dude. He's probably an actor, to, of course. To but that like.
1: guy and shout out to old long neck and wide wide smile. Zoe Saldana. Who I hope that someone listening to the show is close enough to her circle to call her old long neck and see if she <laughs> see if she gets offended or not. I don't know. They say you're seven degrees of separation from six, six degrees of separation. It's but.
2: definitely seven, but six.
1: Oh, Jesse. Remember when we did the four clicks from Jesus thing? Yeah. And it's yeah. almost true. Times. It's, it's pretty close. So Corey, if you go to any links in Wikipedia and six clinks, you'll be at Jesus. Clinks. Clicks. Six clicks. Six, six. or four. I think it's four, but I study that like this is based mean, on, by the, it's the way, actually not true.
2: And it's like six is probably right like the, the 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 level of complexity for like complexity theory or like combinatorics gets you there because the number of possibilities is so massively large mm. you just need to find the right ones combinatorics yeah that's a, that's a word you've you never heard that word that's no. something that i somewhat specialized in with with, with my phd is combinatority a word of our city.
1: I knew it. All right. Let's, let's <laughs> see. What we're doing. Uh, is that it? Is that the last one? That's oh, got to be the last one because that's always all done here. All right, guys. Do all the things. Click all the clicks. Lady outro.